This is Kate Beckinsale. You're listening to Beckinsale. Welcome to the third annual Beckinsale Summer Preview. Previous winners have been the fan favorite Ant-Man <laughs> and the Oscar winner Suicide Squad. Ooh. Who knows what will happen this year? You'll find out on this episode of Did you just hear your own echo? <laughs> yeah. Huh. It's still going. I like yeah. <laughs> I like how it's a summer preview, not a summer movie preview, too. It's, it's Summer's all about movies. That's <laughs> all it is. Uh, welcome to Big Cell. I'm Joel. I'm Kent. And Jacob. Jacob. Hey, guys. How's it going? Hey, hey, how you doing? Hey, good. Yeah. I, I missed you guys. I missed you, too. It's been like a week. Man, yes. we haven't even hugged yet. Should we, let's should, hug. Should we pause this and hug? No. After the show. I do think it's funny that they come in after the show. Because I did listen to both our episode five and episode... 54. 54 of our summer movie previews from Movies Past. And I have to admit, and I say this knowing that it's just going to give Kent more fodder. I have to admit, my choices weren't that great. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't going to say it. I was uh, hoping you would. I think we did. did say it on the show. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I got, I got mocked real and said, I'm like, yeah. no, that might be good. It might be good. And I was just doing no, like, no, no. I was trying Ant to be Man and Pixels it was like, and yeah, yeah. Uh, Joel. Yeah. Masterminds was in there. If Master I can give yeah. you some credit, because last week was, we were kind of harsh to each other, to give you some credit. Were we? I feel like we were. There was some. There was some tension. There were some people that were mentioning that it got was, a little bit rough. There was the possibly end. a future lost show that will be pretty contentious. <laughs> By the way, I try to get them to record that. But. So, Joel, I feel like you are hopeful in terms of your movie watching. I feel like you choose some off kilter choices, like Pixels, for example. Well, I still off, haven't seen that. It's so mainstream that it is off kilter. I yeah. think is what the choice is, and yeah. I hope you haven't changed that. Honestly, or or Masterminds, which came out two years after, or Ant Man, which you were genuinely excited about based on the, based on the preview. But it is my. Favorite Marvel show. I went with the almost sure bet where I'm like, Mad Max should be pretty cool. Although Mad Max was on my list too. Yes. Uh, but yeah, it was funny to go back and listen to that and just kind of be like, whoa, why did I say that? But remember, last year we went crazy for Suicide Squad just because we thought Margot this Robbie. is the one. Well, Margot Robbie. <laughs> Well, that Good music in the trailer or Margot Robbie? But it is funny, too, because going back and listening to old episodes, I went back and listened to Cable IMAX Erase. Okay. And I was mad at myself for some of my decisions. I was like, why? Why would you do that? Why would you erase was that Was it you who got rid of uh, It's a Wonderful Life? Yes, it was. Oh, <laughs> that's pretty messed up. <laughs> that was that was me then. That's I, like I, Earth I was, 3 at this point. That's an alternate <laughs> reality. Exactly. All right. We do have some business to take care of real yes. quick. iTunes. Yeah. Oh, so we got some uh, more iTunes reviews, which if you haven't reviewed us on iTunes yet, what is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> Please give us five stars. <laughs> no, but the, every time you give a rating and a review on iTunes, it it makes us more visible to uh, everyone who's looking for podcasts. And we got some very interesting reviews here. We got one uh, that is a limerick from a listener called Begging Sale, like, you know, Begging Strips. And oh, I get it. Yeah. 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 So yeah. They, they did a, a limerick for, for Kent, for Joel <laughs> and I, which is kind of funny. Kent and Joel and I. Kent and Jacob and I. And then uh, also we, <laughs> we got one. Uh, a song parody of Istanbul by the Ampy Giants uh, from Where in the World is Lin-Manuel Dieg. Okay. Apparently they ran out of characters. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's a, it's a parody of Istanbul. It's done to the tune of Istanbul, but you can go and read it and it fits uh, Bacon Cell. And from what you said, Sam, who is our listener. Yes. Also, he brought his review back or kind of? He did. He brought, well, he brought back a review. And it's just a two-sentence review. It's very simple. And I'm not going to read it on the air because I don't want to make you guys to make fun of it and him to erase it. Again. No, no, say it. I would love to make fun of this. <laughs> no, I'm not going to. Come on. But I want you, the listener, to go to iTunes and look for the review for Bacon Sale. Look for us. And while you're there, go ahead and leave a review or you know, a no rating. Big deal. Yeah. 
We may even read it on the air. Or not, like today. Or reference it <laughs> on the air. No, I don't, I don't want to go through it, though, because we do have a lot of business to get yes, through. Yes, we do. And I also wanted to bring up something from two shows ago, our Mr. Science Theater show, uh, because I have gone through and watched uh, two and a half episodes now of that. When people tell me that they, they're like, yeah, I finally caught up. I listened to your Mystery Science Theater show, like Randy told me today. I said, oh, oh you, you mean Joel's testimony? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what I call that show. It, it was a lot of that. But I, I watched the reboot, uh, and I have to say, I don't even know if I want to call it a reboot, because it's the same basic Extension? Series. Yeah. Okay. A new season because sure. honestly, it fits. It oh, it feels, does. It fits to form. The voices for the robots are different. It is, and I can't, I have still have a hard time figuring out who's who and uh, like when they're talking. But it doesn't right. matter because it's just funny jokes. But really, I like it, and I will continue to watch this season, and I think it's going to do well. I, I have to admit, Cry Wilderness is the second episode uh, is probably my favorite, and it it is up there with my favorite Mr. Science Theaters of all time. Is it up there with Jake? Jake Manos. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, what do you is mean? It, You're comparing me to his Jake. favorite show? <laughs> Manos hands of fate. There, there we go. go. Yay. <laughs> um, so yeah, I liked it. And then also I was really happy to hear some people uh, say, hey, I'm going to watch it. Uh, Autumn mentioned that she watched it and mm-hmm. really enjoyed it. And we had. Oh, uh, she has bad taste, but that's fine. Yes. And then we had, who was the other one who said they were going to watch it? Someone. I'm pretty sure you know. <laughs> I, thought I, no, I, I thought I was going to get him. No, I thought I was going to get three him. people. Spencer Larson said, uh, "Yeah." Well, actually, Spencer Larson tweeted at us at Bacon Cell and said, "Hey, uh, Joel, should I start with Werewolf or should I start with Pod People?" And Ken jumped in and said, "Hey, why don't you watch Pod People?" And I went, <laughs> even though was, I wasn't involved in this conversation, he wasn't no. tagged at all. But he saw it and he and and to his credit, we both picked Pod People, right? And he ended up watching it and saying he enjoyed it. So people are liking the show, and I'm happy to hear that. So you guys are know. brain twins a lot. So yeah, right, 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 yeah. yeah. Wait, should we hug? What word am I thinking of right now? Ready? One, two, three. Watermelon. Eggs. We were close. They're both round. Yeah, both perfect. Round. So okay, all right. That's close enough. You guys have a psychic link. We do somewhat. <laughs> All right, one other thing before we get started is I got a note from a uh, one of our listeners today, and he mentioned that he knew of this foundation that I thought was pretty interesting. It's called the AJU Foundation. It's You can find it on Facebook. Just look up uh, AJU. And what it is is a 18-year-old kid that has cancer that is trying to raise funds to basically brighten the lives of other kids that have cancer. And it seemed pretty neat. Cool. So yeah, look it up on Facebook, AJU Foundation, and you can donate there and help them. So... There you go. All right. But what are we talking about today, Jacob? Guys, it's time for our summer movie preview. Not just our summer preview, but our summer movie preview. So we're going to be talking about movies we love. Guys, we're going to... Or hopefully will love. But what is the second part? Movies that we want you to avoid. Yeah. Movies that we want to fail, to bomb badly for personal reasons or whatever. Bring up your earphones closer. I just want want to talk one-on-one. Jake got really close to it. Turn turn this up. We're here for you. As, as, <laughs> no, not like that <laughs> oh, at all. Just checking. Just see. No. Anyone? Um, okay. <laughs> Joel's there for the most friend. I know I can't scare you away, but more than come, a back, friend. come back to the headphones. I want you to know that we here are here like caring parents. We want to help guide you through this summer movie season to let you know what movies you should see and which ones you should avoid because we care. Wow, that got really emotional. <laughs> I have goosebumps. <laughs> That's why we do this. We do that because of you. All and right. I just like to talk about how right I'm going to be. Hopefully. I don't know. Hopefully. Listening to those episodes. Oscar winner Suicide Squad. No, just let me down. <laughs> <laughs> Listening to some of those, uh, some of your anticipated ones. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm probably 70%. Because <laughs> I always have like some 
uh, hipster picks. Right. And well, then they never get noticed or they're just bad. I mean, that's still better than Joel's percentage of hitting. So. <laughs> no, it's true. <laughs> I just don't want to rub it in. So we're going to start with the best, right? Five, yes. five to one. You guys five. will go back and forth. And yes. the, the most anticipated, genuinely most anticipated ones, no ironic choices, I assume. Yeah. There probably oh, are. Oh, there so. will be a few. <laughs> All right. Let's start with you, Kent. All right. My number five, and this is not a joke. I'm not starting with a joke, everyone. It's Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. Okay. So um, <laughs> let's just unplug his mic now. He basically just picked the pixels of this summer. I might have picked the pixels. Yeah, you might have. Picked the pixels. So explain Peter what Valerian... Pumpkin Okay, either. wait. I'll explain it. It's basically every sci-fi movie ever made, but the story came before all the other ones, so they think they're original. That's that Tom Cruise one. That's Oblivion. Oblivion. That yeah. is every science fiction movie this ever made. This is basically John Carter. This it, it feels like John Carter. It could easily be John Carter. But but here's what makes it different. You want to tell the story because you, you loved Lucy so much that you have believed and in And that's this. where I was going, Jake. But to give <laughs> you the story. Peanuts? So this movie comes out July 21st. This is the story. A dark force threatens Alpha. See, we're already turning our brains off right now. Uh. A vast <laughs> a vast metropolis and home to species from a thousand planets. Oh, it hurts. Superman there. It hurts. Special operatives Valerian and Laraline. Laraline? Laraline? Lorelei. Lorelei from Gilmore Girls. <laughs> if you're out on the road. Don't do that. Don't get in the You know the theme song. It's so cool. Not good. So they, they must race to identify the marauding menace and safeguard not just Alpha, but the future of the universe. Yeah, that didn't make any sense. This sounds Can like boil the it down? geekiest Boy, I've thing never, ever. never heard anything quite so... Like, Dane DeHaan, and you're going to hate this, but Cara Delevingne. Enchantress. <laughs> from Oscar winner Suicide This Squad. is why we should be videoing this podcast <laughs> and, is right there. Oh, by the way, I'm, in the, I'm planning. What was that our terrible movie Dane DeHaan was in? Yeah. What's that? What was that terrible movie Dane DeHaan was in? He's in a few, but he's Spider-Man in... Spider-Man 3. Yes. Oh, no, no. Amazing Spider-Man 2. Yeah, Amazing Spider-Man 2. I get those mixed up. I know. Both Don't terrible. you? Isn't that sad? He's also... But he's great in, like, Chronicle. And in most yes. of the stuff he's in, he's very good. Except That's for, what he's from? If you, yeah. haven't, if yeah. you haven't seen Chronicle, okay. you watch Chronicle. He's kind of like Leonardo DiCaprio from What's He Doing Gilbert Grape, because he always has a... He's kind of hard to watch in Chronicle, though. Really? Well, because I thought evil. he's brilliant. He's because he's, he's evil. evil. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, yeah. You don't like watching evil people. <laughs> yeah. Here's what makes this movie the different. Evil people. The evil people. And I'm not saying this director has a perfect track record. Who's the director? Luke Besson, who did Lucy, as Jake mentioned. Mm, that's right. But they keep touting this one as from the director of The Fifth Element. And remember, <laughs> which 20, is what, 19... 20 years ago, <laughs> I mean, The Fifth Element came out and surprised everyone. It looked stupid as well. And everyone, it became this cult classic immediately. You just reminded me of? Yes. There's a character in Gilmore Girls named Luke. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> it's L-U-C. You're just going to relate everything this show. Oh, it's French. And so the Dean. Jean-Luc. The Dean and then Jess. Dean, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm just I, saying I, uh, <laughs> Gilmore Girls characters now. I like Dean better than Jess. This one is adapted from a French comic from the 1970s, so it's going to be really trippy. But based on the trailer, and I'm sorry, I everyone hates the whole using an old song in a trailer, but the use of Beach Boys kind of worked for me. Oh, man, I'm going to love this. Because the next time you get after me, it's like, oh, that trailer is so stupid because they used the old music. I'll be like, oh, Ken, you like the Beach Boys music? Yeah, it's 60s, not 70s. No, there's no difference, really. But no, it <laughs> was say seventies. No, it's every other trailer uses the seventies. Quick edit. It's actually the Beatles. Please forgive us. I don't know why, but this one piques my interest, and it's the weird choice out of my five. That's why it is my number five. What was it called again? Valerian and the City of a Thousand Bombs. <laughs> Meaning this movie will bomb, but I'm still going to see it. <laughs> City of a Thousand Planets. Yeah, I think I, I think there's a bacon bit on this because if it is terrible, yeah. like we hope. 
Like I hope anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, that'll be a lot of fun. Right. Yeah. But I mean, Lucy, I mean, Lucy was not a great movie, but I sure smiled a lot. Like, like I smirked. Saw it, right? I, I'm really glad I saw it. I smirked like crazy and I was entertained. Yeah. And, and this did one you see seems, it, Joel? Nope. This Lu- one seems like a real adventure movie sort of. and it could be awful. It, it could have terrible yeah. CG, but there's some practical effects there that look kind of fun. In yeah. Lucy? In Valerian. Oh, okay. Lucy, beca- she becomes a space USB drive at the end. I still Spoiler alert. I, st- <laughs> <laughs> I still don't think you've kind of explained what That's the movie so is. Because basically, oh. it's a planet where they've taken all the Oh, knowledge. basically, it is like Starfleet. It's like a wow. Star Trek. <laughs> it's a Star That's Trek that planet. Geeky. That's less geeky than what we're actually talking about. Yeah, it's about. true. There is are basically it? a thousand different colonies on this planet, and it is up to Dane DeHaan to protect this planet. There you go. And all it's right. a space so he's adventure. Captain Planet. He's Captain Planet. All right. He's let's, our hero. Let's go to Joel's number five. My number five also comes out on July 21st. Oh, I know what it is. It's Dunkirk. Yay! (laughs) And man, I knew putting this on here would make Kent just grin with glee. (laughs) (laughs) That's not grinning or You feel that way toward a lot of things. It's uh, starting to get worried. (laughs) You're right. It's getting a little growly. Uh, Growly pants. This is... (laughs) Wow. Jake did have taco time tonight. But <laughs> it's a different kind of growly pants. But if you if you listen to Bacon Cell, you know this is the movie I've been calling generic World War II movie. Yes. By Christopher Nolan. Yes. And it really is the Christopher Nolan aspect that made this made, makes me anticipate it. Although I will say, I had a hard time coming up with five ones that I was really excited for. Do you think it's going to be a bad summer? Because I would say last summer wasn't great either. I think it, I don't know. I think it's going to be a we okay got Transformers. Summer. What else can you want? <laughs> oh, we'll get there. Oh, we'll get there. But Dunkirk, uh, I'll read the synopsis here. Allied soldiers from Belgium, the British Empire, Canada, and France are surrounded by the German army and evacuated during a fierce battle in World War II. So it's based on actual events. Mm-hmm. And it stars Tom Hardy, Tom Hardy, Killian Murphy, uh, Mark Rylance, your boy. Nice. BFG himself. You're not going to growl like Kent? No. For Mike <laughs> Rylance? Mark you Rylance? did like two years ago, by the way. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you did. <laughs> yeah, he was really good in whatever the... Growl, Jake. Whatever growl. That, whatever that movie was with Tom Hanks Bridge and of Spielberg. Spies. Yeah, yeah. Weird. Bridge of Spies. Uh, Academy Award winner, Bridge of Spies. <laughs> yeah. Every, everything gets an Academy Award these days. It's, well, except for La La Land. And except for... Oh. <laughs> it, got, it got an Academy Award. It got I, plenty of Academy Awards, but... Oh, that yeah. hurts too soon. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, but it really is the Christopher Nolan aspect that is making me interested in this. I've said it before. Christopher Nolan's trailers don't particularly impress me. Yeah. But the movies do. What would it take for you? Because like you said, it's a World War II movie. We've seen them a million times and actually done almost to perfection. Right. What would... It take to make a World War II movie exciting for you? Beach Boys music. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's got to be personal, say, right? No, and I like World War II movies. I like war movies, but the problem is a lot of them feel like a retread, like it's the yeah. same old story. And I believe, it's misery storming the beach, that sort of thing. I believe in Christopher Nolan. Wow! I just wow. think based on his because movies, of Interstellar. No, not because of Interstellar. Oh, which is a, is oh. A, it's an okay movie. By the way, can I just make a confession? You don't you like hate Interstellar. Interstellar? I don't know if you guys jumped on that. No, I think it's a masterpiece. Neither of you are coming to Dunkirk with me. What? Yeah. Why is it's, that a confession? It's PG-13. I'm sorry. I decided that neither of you are coming. No, I need to come. Nope. Why not? I don't want you to He's ruin it. He's punishing us. I don't want you to ruin the experience. <laughs> Why would I ruin it? You're you know. so harsh on Christopher Nolan, typically. Like, you no, saw Interstellar, and you're like, wait, the movie of your dreams is actually a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> that should be the tagline. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know that I, I, that's the only Christopher Nolan movie I've actually, and I didn't even bash on it. I just said, I didn't like it as much as you, and you went, oh, you hate everything, and I hate you. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> He slammed the door in my face. And then he was kind of sensitive with Nolan. It wasn't even a room. He just brought a door in just so he could slam it in my face. <laughs> yeah. 
But uh, Dunkirk. Sorry. Dunkirk Sorry. is good. No. Can you know I'll sit there and be my stoic self next to you? And I know. I will. I will feel just your rage as you're like, this is two and a half hours long and it's way too long. I'll just feel that. Let me just. Know. Let me just thank you now for not making me put up with that. Good. See, you you never come to a movie again. <laughs> Guardians. <laughs> peace out, Jake. Aww. Actually, I'll let you come to that one. Who cares? Can I just want to go through here? <laughs> I just want to go to Christopher Nolan movies and talk about each no, one No, that's them. a different show. This is an entire show itself, not it even is, a bacon bit. But I, no, it's not. I'm not even going to get into it. I'm just going to say this. So listen here, okay? These are his feature feature films. Yes. Uh, following, I enjoyed it. Memento, I own because I like it a lot. Insomnia, I like it a lot. Batman Begins, I like it a lot. Prestige, it's okay. Uh, <sighs> Dark Knight, one of my favorite movies of all time. Inception, seriously good. Dark Knight Rises, okay. Interstellar, okay. There's no bad in there. That was like a C plus average based on your no, tone. No, 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 no. It was the A plus for the A plus for Dark Knight and then a bunch of A's. I heard a like. Some B. I want to hear love. I love the Dark Knight. Look, I yeah, I got I got to back up Joel here. I love the he Mito. is he's one of my favorite directors as well as he is Joel, but which we, is surprising but to me. We don't want to get married to him like you do, and that's that's okay, right? Like, I mean, I'd hold hands with him. I'd hold hands. Would you I'd do the claw? <laughs> I don't do the claw. That's you. But would you with Christopher Nolan? Only if you not. didn't want it to work. We're out. entering weird territory. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we've we're kind of uh, straying off the show path. So yes, why don't we, we go back to, to my number four? So Dunkirk, both Dunkirk and Valerian come out July 21st. Yes. So which, I wonder which movie I'm going to see, too. <laughs> <laughs> you sound pretty excited about both, actually. Yeah, you right. do. My number four, if we're going to number four. Let's do it. I'm not going to have to wait long for, because it comes out May 5th, and it's Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Oh, we get to see that on Monday. Are uh, you excited? Yeah. Because here's the thing. That's the day the show comes out. I watched it at the beginning, and the first time I saw it, I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. And then Kent talked me out of how much I liked it, basically. Wait, what? Did I really? Well, most of the sense you're just like, Marvel. I'm actually the voice in Charlie Brown on the phone. <laughs> and so I started <laughs> I started picking up the flaws and being like, yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of, you know, this kind of bugs me and this kind of bugs me. But then I watched it again. I'm like, I actually really like this movie. And then when I saw the trailer for this new one, I'm like, man, they really know how to like just get you excited for a movie and make it look like a lot of fun. And the the movie is getting mixed reviews right now. It's not getting stellar reviews, but I think really? I'm really going to enjoy it. I think it's going to be a fun ride, and that's what I kind of want in a summer movie. Why are you looking up ride. spoilers? I thought you weren't doing that. No, I watched the trailer. I know what you I'm said. It's spoilers. getting mixed reviews. Yeah, I, I saw that it's getting mixed reviews. I didn't read the reviews. Mm. Actually, I think Guardians is a tier one Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. But that's like see anything being on CW automatically makes it a tier lower than the, what it is. No, actually, it's a, it's a fun movie. It's one of the best Marvel movies. But also the ending with the golden blanket and the dance off are just horrendous. Some of the worst the, scenes in movie history. There are some weird point parts there, but at the, the same movie time, history, it's fun. And the fact that Marvel can say, you know what, we're going to do a movie with a talking unicorn and a talking tree and characters it, you've never heard of. It's a raccoon. And, yeah, what I say, unicorn. <laughs> No, Which did I say unicorn? Yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> Which that will be number three, and they'll pull it off. <laughs> wow, raccoon. Yeah. Where did unicorn come I'm from? I'm not sure. Yeah, huh. brony. Yeah, apparently. I'll read the synopsis here. Set to the backdrop of awesome mixtape volume two, Guardians of Galaxy two volume two continues the team's adventures as they unravel the mystery of Peter Quill's true parentage. Which, if you haven't seen the trailer. I don't recommend watching it. I mean, there's so much fun, but they give so much away like they right do. in the trailer. And I'm like, no. In fact, we're going we're gonna to stay away from that, right? Yes. Okay. It's the same cast, uh, same director, right? Yes, it James is. Gunn. James Gunn. Yes. Who yep. actually had more freedom to write this one than he did the first one. Right. And I think it's just, and based on the trailers, I think I'm really going to enjoy it. It's a popcorn movie. I fully acknowledge that, but darn, they good. They do a good okay. job of their marketing. Now, take your kids out of it for a little bit. My kids have only seen bits and pieces of it. Take your, but I want, uh, uh, in terms of likability, how, what do you think you'll think of Baby Groot for both of you? 
Will he get on your nerves or will it just be an adorable summer, summer movie experience? Yeah, I like Groot. I like baby Groot. I've oh, never been on board with your man. hatred. Minions, He's the new minion. Min, He's min, the no, new no, minion. Minions, we can get on board that we hate those. We hate it's minions. It's the same I watched Penguins of Madagascar with my kids a while back, yeah. and I was like, they're not that annoying. And maybe it's just because I have minions and trolls as a comparison now. <laughs> yeah, it's true. But Baby Groot is great. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ken, I know he's a one-trick pony. <laughs> I know that. Right. You know, like, you admit it, right? Yes, but that's the thing. He's good because of that. He's a constant, and he's hilarious. He's got those cute eyes. Yes, he does. <laughs> as soon as you did stop you like, caring, did, he's did a lot Did you like Puss in Boots when he had his cute eyes? Or did that annoy you? No, my favorite part of it. Uh, that annoyed me, but I did like the... Oh. <laughs> that's in not the even movie, Puss in Boots. Boots. Yeah, it was in the Puss in Boots movie. Oh, okay. it was, yeah. It yeah. wasn't Puss in Boots. It was the side character. Huh? It wasn't Puss in Boots doing the Yeah, oh, no, yeah, but yeah. it was in his movie. We were off on so many tangents. <laughs> I'm kind of enjoying this, actually. Because <laughs> you guys are making the weird face where you put your, you know, oh. your fingers over your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> so that should be the, the <laughs> image for the That show. was actually the best part of Puss in Boots. And so I'm like, <laughs> oh. Yeah, I didn't like the movie Puss in Boots, but I'm saying the character. You didn't like his cute eyes when he did his cute puppy eyes. I did. Do you know why? This is why he doesn't like Pixar either. Like, that's what they're all It lasted for. for about two seconds. We're going to have a whole movie of Anne Getty's Baby Groot. No. Baby Groot, <laughs> Baby Groot is a good character, and he's he plays well. Off he's of a good rocket. character. You haven't seen the movie. No, I'm saying I'm saying Groot is a good character. He plays off of Rocket. I think it's going to have the same relationship. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited for it. Take that hater. That's fine. You're more than welcome to come if you want. All right, to the, that screening and Dunkirk. Mm, we'll see. All right, where are we at? Uh, my number four is War for the Planet of the Apes, which comes out the week before Dunkirk and How Valerian. Did I know you were going to pick this? July fourteenth. I figured it'd be higher. Yeah. So after the apes suffer unimaginable losses. The top three are actually Dunkirk. <laughs> Caesar wrestles with his darker instincts and becomes or begins his his own mythic quest to avenge his kind. I love when he invents the salad in that movie, too. The Caesar salad? <laughs> no. <laughs> Stop that. That actually got me. <laughs> I was like mid-drink. <laughs> like oh, That was not worth a spit take. Croutons. It's because I didn't understand. I'm like, invent the salad. Oh, my God. That's why Ken, that's why I didn't spell <laughs> it out. That's actually the end of the trilogy. It's like <laughs> I have created salad to be named after me. See, I think that's about comedy. If you explain Jake's it, dying over here. <laughs> if you explain it, it's not as funny. That's why you let them figure out their own, and they think they're pretty funny. Okay, that's comedy. You want the I'm, audience? I'm to be hilarious. Funny. That's yes. basically what I figured out. <laughs> so here's what I love about this trilogy. I've already we talked about this at the beginning of the year, but in 2011, the first movie surprised me. It even has James Franco in it, and I loved the movie because it wasn't Planet of the Apes. It wasn't the terrible Tim Burton movie. It wasn't the dated old movies, which actually have some pretty fun concepts back mm-hmm. in the day. Right. It was its own thing, and Caesar was a really likable character and a likable salad. <laughs> <laughs> and a haircut popularized by George Clooney back in ER. Oh, yes. I say right, that yeah. because I had the Caesar haircut for you like did? three years. What? After the butt cut. It was butt cut, Caesar cut. And then, and and then, then what, do you, cut. what do you call this one? Um, this one? I don't know. What, do, what would you call this one? It's kind of handsome, right? Fohawk Mohawk? <laughs> really? The, the modern man. I don't know. <laughs> I call it Froiling Fest. Oh. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> and so then the second one happens, and it's not your standard sequel. It got so much more depth. Yeah. In fact, Caesar it was good. It got Caesar Johnny was, Depp. Uh, see, <laughs> no, that's, that's not going to make me giggle. That's not. It did. So Caesar, although he he knew he had a secret revenge and the humans were, wanted to kill him, he had a fight against Koba, and Koba was this amazing villainous character. And remember, these are all CG people. CG I love that monkeys. part actually. In the movie when Caesar hide to Koba. Really? In the that twinkle is of an eye, two in a row. We've made hide to Koba jokes yeah. or Koba. <laughs> What have you done? 
Anyways, and this one looks to expand that even more, where Caesar realizes he needs to be the general slash king. This is the third in the series, Third correct? and the last. And, oh, they're only doing these a trilogy. Yes. So these movies have changed ca- our cast each time, and mm-hmm. now we have Woody Harrelson as this warmongering human ready to take out every age. Jesse Eisenberg is his spunky sidekick. Jesse Eisenberg? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, Wait, really? Tallahassee. It's a zombie land reference. Oh. They're, oh, they're, right, right, right. They're on a hunt for Twinkies. Jacob's not as funny as and he thinks the, he is. the apes. I haven't seen that one The yet. apes have what? stolen all you the Twinkies. Have you seen Zombieland? No. Somehow I missed it. I'll let you borrow it. All right. So here's what I love about this is that Matt Reeves, who did Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, is also coming back to direct. And if you don't know Matt Reeves, he's kind of a product of J.J. Abrams back who in the directed, day. Did he direct the first one or the second the one? The second one. So who directed the first one? I don't know. Oh. But it's not the same director. Not the same one. So he did the second one. He also did Cloverfield, Let Me In, and he's going to do the Batman. No, he's a really talented guy. So he can take a script and he kind of gives it a great visualization and pretty adaptable. And I don't think Planet of the Apes should even be good, but the past two have been great. And so that's I, my number four. I will admit that's a good choice. I, I didn't put it on mine just because I let. And you knew it. I was going to put it. Oh, I knew you were. But and I like these movies. It's just I don't love them. Okay, but they got some really cool, cool no, moments. If I had my way, Andy Serkis would be an Oscar winner for his role as Caesar. There's a lot of things that should. I mean, honestly, they don't give Oscar winners to stunt work. And sometimes right. I watch these movies and I'm like, yeah, give that guy an Oscar. Absolutely. He probably broke his back. <laughs> All right. What do you got? Number three, Joel. Oh, number three. Kent, yeah. Oh, yeah. Actually, this is number three through one. Dunkirk. (laughs) (laughs) Dunkirk, Dunkirk, Dunkirk. (laughs) I'm changing my name to Kent Dunkirk. All right, back to you, Joel. Have we made that joke before? I feel like we've made that joke. Yes, we have, I think. Okay, dang it. Because it has your name, and I think is what you said. Yeah. Uh, It was passing. It should probably be a running joke. It is now. My number three is Wonder Woman. Wait, it's not Dunkirk? It's not Dunkirk. You just confused me. I'm sorry. thought I was telling jokes, but it just didn't work. Uh, (laughs) So Wonder Woman comes out June 2nd. So before she was Wonder Woman, she was Diana, princess of the Amazons, trained warrior. When a pilot crashes crashes and tells tells of conflict in the outside world, she leaves home to fight a war to end all wars, discovering her full powers and true (laughs) destiny. That gave it more impact. (laughs) Number three. (laughs) Is that your number three, too? too. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This makes me really happy, actually. That was pretty great. Wonder Woman. So we can both talk about it at the same time, I figured. Okay, so this one is directed by Patty Jenkins, who also did Monster. So very praised movie that came out like 10 years ago. Yeah. yeah that's basically ago. the one where Charlize got, she got the Oscar for it, but right. yeah, she got real ugly. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, you got real, ugly, real <laughs> ugly, real fast. So I, I kind of looked into the history of this one and this movie has been basically thrown around for over 20 years. 1996 is when they're like, Hey, let's look. Batman, the Batman series is doing pretty well. We just came, we're coming out with Batman Forever. Yeah. <laughs> That's doing awesome. Yeah. We're also going to make Batman and Robin pretty soon. Why not make a Wonder Woman movie? And so Ivan Reitman was going to direct the movie. And Sandra Bullock. Of Ghostbusters fame? Yes. Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock was going to play, well, they wanted her to Whoa. play Wonder Woman. She's not Amazonian. No, but she was like the it girl. Yeah, that's true. So, like, while you were sleeping, was it was huge at that time. The net, Love we all remember movie. the net. No, I do remember <laughs> timeless the net. net. Timeless oh, man. net. <laughs> so dated. So dated. <laughs> Go back and watch the net and just enjoy what they thought the internet was right. like. And then China, the WWF wrestler, and Lucy Lawless were also approached for the role. I could see Lucy Lawless doing that, right? And then so in the nineties, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And then in two thousand five, Joss no, Whedon. Now that's basically what she did. <laughs> So Joss Whedon, he started writing this in 2005, and then for two years, he didn't finish the script, and it wasn't really going anywhere, so they fired him. He went his own way and apparently did some other superhero movies. I don't know what he's doing now. So Batgirl. Actually, it's funny. I assume Batgirl. So anyways, I'm really excited for this. I actually like that it's not, like Joel says, another World War II movie. 
it's a World War One movie. And World War One is known as this. Ter- I mean, wars are bad, right? <laughs> but World War One yeah. was gruesome. Yes, like incredibly ugly. And I'm kind of interested to see how this. Amazon warrior is going to save the day or how she will impact things. And this all takes place in, well, mostly in London. So it starts off obviously in the mascara and then in London, and the mascara, the mascara, yep. the so mascara, what, you put so it on your eyes. Yes. But yeah, if you have any more input on this one, Joel, that's the name of like three. her secret land or whatever yes. is the mascara, the mascara, the mascara, the mascara. Okay. Let's say it four more times. The mascara. The mascara. <laughs> I don't have Man more, I don't have much more to add except for the fact that I think it's Gal- a bat that wears pants. <laughs> Callback, but I think that uh, Gal Gadot has proved herself as capable in this role. Yes, and was one of the highlights of Batman v Superman. Mm-hmm. Indeed, and so I'm intrigued to see how she's going to you know do in this role. I'm not. I am. I am anticipating it, but I also worry once again that DC takes himself too seriously. And even though this is. Kind of a, it's an odd story. I mean, you know, just these Amazonian women and falling in love with, uh, what's his name? Steve Rogers. Steve, yeah, Steve, Steve Tre- Trevor. Trevor. Yes. Steve Trevor. Um, and then, you know, using the lasso and the invisible jet and the bracelets. There's a lot of camp in there that could be in there. Yeah. And they may get rid of it all just to be like, we're doing a dark Yeah, there's gritty. no invisible jet. It's actually kind of weird, though, because out. <laughs> Joel loves the invisible jet. I do. It's weird, though, because Chris Pine, who is a big actor, they got him to be in one movie. So if they ever make another Wonder Woman movie... There was a picture of him in Batman v Superman. Unless he's getting frozen in ice, there's no way he's coming mm-hmm. back. Like, spoiler alert, he's probably going to die at the end of this movie. You think? Oh, come on. Are they going to pack him in ice and have him come back as a winter yeah, soldier probably. with a little arm? Put some steroids in him and that just keeps you in ice forever. Dun, 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 steroid so user. What, what is it going to take to make this movie good? Kent, in your opinion. As long as they have a villain with motivation... This will be a cool movie. Do we have any insight on the villain yet? I could tell you, but it's a spoiler. All right. Yeah, don't let's not hear it then. But mm. I think as long as there's something more than just humanity is awful. That's I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear humanity destroys itself. Maybe I should just go back to the Amazons and everything like that. Like she needs a reason to help out humanity. And to but, want to But then also humanity. she kind of hides away for a hundred years after this as well, as we know from Batman v she Superman. She gets frozen in ice and Katara and Sokka <laughs> find her. <laughs> Nerd reference. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. All right. My number two is probably Kent's number two. In fact, I'm willing to bet it's his number two. So should we just read the story together? Yes. After, After being, being coerced, coerced into working for a crime boss, a young getaway, getaway driver finds himself taking part in a heist doomed, doomed to, to fail. fail. That was less that was less polished, but yeah. It's baby driver. <laughs> Baby Driver was one that Kent has been excited about, I think, since episode negative 65 of Bacon Sale. Seriously. Anytime, this, really? is, this is by Edgar Wright. So anytime an Edgar oh. Wright, if it's Edgar Wright or Christopher Nolan, like honestly, I think if Kent oh. got... <laughs> <laughs> that was a double growl. Wow. I, I honestly <laughs> think... You're pulling the motor. <laughs> if Kent got in a room and Christopher Nolan walked in one door and Edgar Wright I'm walked sweating in another just door, thinking about it. Kent's head would explode. <laughs> and it would do it in kind of a cool slow motion fashion and then show like flashbacks of his history. It'd be like Scanners. It would be. It would be crazy. Because these are his two... Would you say these are your two favorite directors? Edgar you know, Edgar Wright, Wright obviously, is more fun and, you know, it's not as much depth. But, yes, they're my two favorite directors. Okay. Everything they put we out, a director I devour. We should. Yeah. You can talk all about Frank Capra that time. Yeah. <laughs> and I should. That, Frank Capra is Jacob's Christopher Nolan. That is every, that true? Everything he does is gold. Mm, is there anything that no. Frank Capra has done that you haven't liked? Yeah, there's there's been a few that have been Marnie? a little bit bland. No, that was that's, Hitchcock. That's, that's Hitchcock. I know. I know. I don't. I don't want to associate with Hitchcock though. 
Edgar Wright, for those of you who don't know, he did the, the Blood and Ice Cream trilogy, uh, Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, and World, At the World's End. End. And uh, he also uh, started Ant-Man. Yes. In fact, so he started writing Ant-Man with Joe Cornish. He was tapped to direct it. He was actually working on that project behind the scenes for about eight years. And then Marvel and he had some disagreements. And so when he left, he started working on this movie immediately. He's had this concept in his mind since 1994 because he's such a musical guy, almost like a Tarantino, like he loves to use music in his movies. Right. Wait, it's so a musical? Said, no, but the, the guy, the main kid, he can't concentrate unless he's listening to music. He, he was in an accident as a kid, and so he has like a buzzing in his ear. So the entire movie, he has earbuds in his ears playing cl- like awesome blues music. And then he's a driver, and so you're getting these cool chase scenes to cool music. And his baby driver? Baby driver. Baby driver. His, his name is Baby. Baby. Like, and people call him baby. And it's, it really does kind of feel almost Tarantino-ish, which is weird to me. But at the same time, I trust Edgar Wright. What's I, the, when's it released? Uh, that one is coming out. Oh, yeah. We this one was meant to be August, but now it's June 28th. They pushed it up. Did they push it up? Two months. And I'm so ecstatic. Oh, wow. Mine's still, I, I still had August here, but yeah. Man, I'm going to have so much fun with this one. And, you know, sometimes when he ventures off of the Blood and Ice Cream trilogy with Nick Frost and Simon Pegg, it's... A little bit strange and hard for people to really take, like Scott Pilgrim versus the World, which I love, but it's also just a sm- small step below the other movies. Mm-hmm. But it is very stylish. I'm hoping this one is perfect. But it has like Ansel Ansel Egort Elgort Ansel from Divergent Egort. and yeah. from uh, Fault in Our Stars. Oh, that kid! I don't love that kid. Oh, he's the main kid. Yes. Yeah. And this one is mm. a primarily American cast. We have Kevin Spacey, John Hamm, Jamie Foxx, John Bernthal. So it's a, a good it's, cast. It's a good cast. But I love his British stuff. I love the British stylings of Edgar Wright. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I'm, I'm a little bit new territory. Worried. And every time I every time I hear the title of this movie, I can't help but think of the Simon and Garfunkel song. So that's that's just me. If they don't play Baby Driver in the movie by Simon and Garfunkel, it's going to be closing credits. I'm sure. You think so? Yeah. I can't help but think of a cartoon where there's a baby that drives a car. Yeah, like Baby's Day Out. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Did we just reference Baby Days Out? Baby Days Out <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> or what was the one right now? Like Baby Boss, Boss Baby, something like that. Ugh. Yeah, let's not talk about Can't that. Can't love that one. All right, yes. now the honorable mentions. Honorable mentions. Uh, I'll go first because I only had uh, two. Uh, I actually put down King Arthur, Legend of the Sword, May 12th, only because it's directed by Guy Ritchie, and I really like movies like Snatch. Inconsistent, but man, he makes, a, he makes fun movies regardless. Yep. It, it looks, and I love the Arthur, Arthur, <clears throat> Arthurian legend as well. And so I love to see a take on it by Guy Ritchie. And then my other one was Valerian in the City of a Thousand Planets. Oh, yay. <laughs> so I have four. I'll go through them real quick. Okay. I'm The Mummy I'm kind of excited about. Really? I think this movie will. You're, you're excited for Mission Impossible colon The Mummy. Yes. Mission Impossible and The Probably Mummy's colon is actually. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> look. Journey where you've never gone before. I actually think. This, what is this Caesar salad doing in here? <laughs> oh, no. Too far? <laughs> yeah, a little, <laughs> little bit. So I met in the tomb, guys. <laughs> oh, is that what you? Okay. So I actually think this movie will is that what bomb. You call it? And their grand plan will is it to have bomb? this. It's Tom I, Cruise. It's a summer movie. I, no, I still think it will. I think people won't really accept him in this kind of movie because mm. they're trying to make the mummy. You're saying it's a bomb because there's a female mummy and you're a sexist oh jerk. Oh my gosh. So, anyways, it's a modern day take on the mummy story, and they're trying to start the monster universe. Trying. So Russell Crowe, for example, is going to play Doctor Hyde. Or Mr. Hyde, Dr. Jekyll in this movie. And they're going to save that for another movie. And I just think they're they're going a little bit too big. I hope it's self-contained and they leave it there. No. I know. These days, everyone wants a shared universe. Um, Also, The Dark Tower comes out August 4th. This is from Stephen King's series. I'm surprised that wasn't on your list, frankly. You know why? And I have, I know some exact fans that will be mad at me, but I hate the ending of the book so much 
that it wasted. Okay, wait. Stephen almost, King had a bad ending. <laughs> what? <laughs> right? They changed it though. It almost wasted seven books of reading of a thousand pages each, basically. Wow. His ending was so bad. I'm no mathematician. That's more than a hundred pages. Right. It's it's honestly like lost quality in terms of what they do to the story, and mm. I'll explain later. <laughs> you don't know what happens in the Dark Tower. I could tell you. Yeah, you, you don't know what happens in Lost. <laughs> we'll get into that later. The next one, real quick, Wind River, August fourth. I saw this at Sundance as Jeremy Renner, and it is oh, also as Elizabeth Olsen. It is great. It is a very indie movie. It's about a hunter that is um, working oh, on yeah. an Indian reservation, I saw this trailer. and he has to track down a uh, killer. And okay. it's awesome. It's great. Wind River. It's made by the uh, same people who did Hell or High Water. Oh, I did like that movie. And then the last one is Big Sick. Comes out June 23rd, another indie movie. It's a comedy. Yep, Big Hero Sick. Uh, (laughs) Oh, (laughs) it's a different story altogether. (laughs) A couple deals with with their cultural differences as their relationship grows. And those are my honorable. Oh, that sounds like a page turner. It's it's supposed to be pretty funny. You're supposed to be pretty funny. Thank you. Supposed, supposed to be. To be. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, you want to hear my top three? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Are yes. we moving on? Yes. Yeah, we're, 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 we're through best. Okay. All right. We're just excited. <laughs> All right. Number three. And I'm only doing this because it feels, Wait, it feels neglected. Can, I, can are we allowed to make fun of him for his choices? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Number three is Mummy. Oh, it is. It is. You know why? Why? Because Tom Cruise has just been super picky. Now, like, I don't really like... He's always been picky. He, right? And, like, he's he's put out Edge of Tomorrow and Oblivion was still pretty good. And he's he's really... He chooses well. He understands what makes a good movie. And I think it will be a good movie just because of that. And I think the trailer has been pretty poor. Mm-hmm. But he but, looks good for 75. My gosh, <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> like, I watched the trailer and I'm like, I'm looking up how old that guy is. What is he, like 56 he's or like something? He's like 54 or 56. Anyway. Pants, crazy! What? Whoa, whoa! Family friendly, rally pants. Family friendly. (laughs) No, like he had a bad taco. He's totally fifty-four. Fifty-four. Yeah, yeah. So no, I I have faith in it just for that. And even though I don't really like him, like I I do believe he has good choices and he knows what makes a good movie. Okay, number two, make good choices, Tom Cruise, Dark Tower. Really? Because have you read the books? I have not. Oh, right. But I am. Why? I am familiar. Idris Elba is why. Okay. You, You can't anticipate it unless you've read the books. I can. Call back. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. So no, it, and it's simply because of him. Like he needs more screen time. He's he's awesome to watch. Like, and it doesn't even as soon as as long as there's something decent around him, like it's going to be good. I'll say this: as long as they can continue this series and it doesn't end with one, the role of Roland Deshane, the gunslinger, mm-hmm. is a fantastic role. They so if they, Rayland into, if they into keep role going, Roland, if they keep have. going with this, man, it will be a star maker. They're supposed to, right? That's their plan, but I'm sure they're waiting they're to see, see how if it it's does. successful. Yeah. Is it more horror or is it more drama? It is actually more uh, medieval western. Because the thing is, Stephen King horror that sounds so cool doesn't do it, that. It well. is cool, medieval actually. western. Idris Elba, like, like that. that's it. I mean, but, but uh, with with the devil or Randall Flagg from The Stand. Remember The Stand from the '90s series? Oh, it was so bad. Matthew yeah. McConaughey plays Randall Flagg, the villain of The Stand in The Dark Tower. Wow. Because so there's there's the Stephen King universe. That's a whole nother show. I'm wow. not even going to start Stephen King show coming this October. <laughs> All right, so that was three and two. My number one. You guys want to guess? I'm going to guess that it is Dunkirk. It is. Yeah, it's okay. Dunkirk. Yep. So any reason why? That's too bad you're not going to get to go though. I know, right? Can't oh, they're well. going to be there alone? <laughs> Do you know why he's not going to get to go? Because 15 minutes ago he's like, I don't even want to go, and even joking about that. <laughs> Hurts my feelings. 
That, that's see, that's just a boy way of saying you hurt our feelings by not by telling us we couldn't go. Too bad. All right, I'm going. <laughs> you just saying you're going? I'm just going. I'm gonna walk in and be like, I'm Kent's plus one. Deal with it. You probably make. you probably could honestly. You just walk on through. You know how yeah, it works. True. So yeah. All right. Now let's get into our. Oh, my number one as well. Because we haven't done number ones. Oh, we haven't. That well, uh, was honorable mention. That was all, all the buildup for the number ones. My number one is Dunkirk. I mean, this is... What? <laughs> right? How strange. Hmm. So we don't need to tell this the story again, but here's what they're doing, and here's what may be different about this movie. They're, they're telling this movie, it's called a triptych? Yeah, triptych, which means it's three perspectives in this movie. Mm-hmm. It's not just going to be like Saving Private Ryan, where you follow a group. It's going to be land, air, and sea. And water, earth, fire, air. Uh, never Long be ago. <laughs> never the be The four heart. nations lived in harmony. Oh my gosh. And so <laughs> here's what's kind of cool. Because, yes, he went with old standbys. Actually, Michael Caine is not in this movie. Michael Caine. That's his good luck charm. Hmm. But he did go with old standbys for like the sea and the air stuff. Like Tom Hardy is a pilot in this movie. But for the land stuff, he wanted soldiers to be young, scared, and stupid. Just like they were in the war. And so we got relative unknowns. Like I people like who were just... Had, uh, and yes, Harry Styles is one of the soldiers. I'm out. Right? Remind me who Harry Styles is. One, one Direction. direction. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, maybe this is just it. Maybe he saw something in him. His butt? <laughs> what? You said butt, butt like 12 times. <laughs> Growly pants. <laughs> no. Family friendly everyone. <laughs> you Reboot. said it. <laughs> You're the one who did it. You said it. <laughs> But, you know, I am... Sorry, I do say butt a lot, don't I? <laughs> it's, it's okay. It's Freudian. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very excited for this. I hope it gives a very personal take on World War II because I, Interstellar was so big that I need him to come down just a little bit and tell us uh, the tell record a personal show Kent story. Did that's big exactly. hands, and then he brought them down. Th- that's actually the very reason that I'm interested in it, is I feel like it's going to be a small story, it's going to be personal, and it's going right. to feel like it's going to be almost an intimate setting of war and make he you really feel it. We talked about this a few weeks ago. He actually, people are getting after him for making a PG-13 war movie. And I loved his response, which is just like, deal with it, basically. Right, so it's not going to be like... Yeah, there's going to be violence, but it's not going to be legs blown off and everything like that. There may be a, a little bit, but it's not going to focus yeah. on those horrors. It's going to be the psychological horror, I believe. Exactly. Ken, you already know my number one because it was my number one for most anticipated of the year. Star Wars. No, that's not summer. I know, I know. What you is remember? it? You remember. I forget. I don't remember either. Good trailer, an actor I love, and my second favorite superhero. Oh. It's Spider-Man Homecoming. Oh, Yeah. Man, that's how forgettable that movie is. <laughs> You're not coming. <laughs> You're gonna make this. Oh, by the way, neither of you are coming. No, because Sam uh, asked to go to that one. No, we remember we took away the prize. Remember no. we gave it to him and then we took it away because we were supposed to. Uh, you know who to pick the fight with right now. Bring it on, Sam. <laughs> Spider-Man: Homecoming. It's yes, it's another Spider-Man movie. Yes, we've seen so many Spider-Man movies, but Michael Keaton, one of my favorite actors, is in it. The trailer really did sell me. And like I said, Spider-Man is my second favorite superhero. It basically goes... Who's ba- first? Batman. Okay. Batman, Spider-Man, Superman. Those are my top three. And I've always liked the Spider-Man story. And I think that... Um, oh, what's his bucket? Tom Holland. I think he did a good job in Civil War as kind of in moderation Spider-Man. So I'm looking forward to see if he can pull off full-length Spider-Man. So you've already kind of trashed uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2. Yes. Did well, you, it did it to itself, but okay. Did you hate that movie because of like Jamie Foxx? Because I actually like the Spider-Man story into outs. Well, okay, I like the Gwen Stacy storyline. Yep. 
Can it's I a, be, it's can a tough egg to crack. Can I, <laughs> can I be completely honest? Yes. All I can really remember from that movie is how bad Jamie Foxx was. He was Same. sad. Like, as I think he about it, he was playing like, Itsy Bitsy Spider boom, boom, in the power boom, lines. Boom, boom, boom. And Does that make sense? Actually, in Dane DeHaan was terrible as the Hobgoblin oh, or Son was. of Green Goblin. I do remember that. But the story between, or, or actually the chemistry, the chemistry between Andrew, yeah. Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone was fantastic. It, it made a romantic what, comedy. It made it watchable. That's basically what it was. Right. And yeah. I could. Do, I, I wish they took everything else out and it was a 45-minute movie of just their scenes. Which would have been fun. Right. But they're broken up now, so it's sad. <laughs> it's just sad to watch. <laughs> sad. So uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2 Spider-Man Electric Boogaloo. Homecoming. Homecoming. Yes, and and everybody hurts. I may be making one of my, my my once again my bad pick that I did before, but at the same time, I think it's going to be a solid movie. And based on previous Spider-Man viewings, I think I like it. Does it excite you that they say it's like part Breakfast Club, no, part Marvel Universe? Yes. Okay. <laughs> no, I, I love John Hughes. I was just having a discussion. Breakfast Club is far better than the Marvel Universe. I was just discussing this the other day, uh, last night actually. I was discussing it with someone. I'm not a huge Breakfast Club fan. Oh, you're not? I love John Hughes. Is it because every other movie tries to copy that and mm-hmm. it's become cliche? It's because I can't relate as much to the characters. Like Ferris Bueller's Day not Off. Not even one of them. It's kind of, but that's what okay. I'm saying. It's like Ferris Bueller's Day Off is one of my favorite movies of all time, without mm-hmm. a doubt. But Because uh, you're Cameron. But like Breakfast Club and Pretty in Pink and uh, Sixteen Candles, I couldn't relate to those. I sure. had issues. And then when I told that to the person, they said, you just hate Molly Ringwald. And I'm like... Maybe. Oh, no. I don't. But okay, good. So, yeah, uh, The Breakfast Club, uh, we'll, that, that's a whole other show. Yes. But we'll get into that. All right, guys, you ready for the fun stuff? Yes. All right. <laughs> he <is laughs> what <ready>. he said. <laughs> yeah. Yep. He's got some growling pants. how he said. <laughs> <laughs> Those are abrupt pants. <laughs> Very Stop. abrupt. Stop. <laughs> it's a thing now, Joel. <laughs> You're the one that started the whole pants talk. No, I didn't. No, I you did. started the pants talk. No, I said you're growling, and then day. he said growly no, pants. No, a few months no, no, back, you started it. the pants talk. Oh, well, that's just, yeah, that's just me. That's the past. He started the butt talk, though. <laughs> Family friendly. <laughs> that was a little stronger than I meant. All right, so the number the five, we're going to go through five. five. These, these are the ones that we want you to avoid. And my These number, are the ones I want to fail miserably. We want them to bomb. We yeah. want you to avoid them, and that's why they're going to bomb. But my number five is actually the butt talk. <laughs> 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 I did not see that coming. No, uh, <laughs> it may be called. It may it may as well be called that. Mine comes out June thirtieth, and number five is the house. This is starring Will Ferrell and Amy Poehler. <laughs> like I haven't heard. Oh yeah, yeah. And oh. it's uh, dad convinces his friends to start an illegal casino in his basement after he and his wife spend their daughter's college fund. Sisters too. It looks Ugh. so bad. Like it really looks like it's. Hey, these uptight, you know, waspy parents are trying to do this cool thing and they're terrible at it, but then they really get into it. And the trailer just made me kind of roll my eyes the entire time. And I was like, I just don't see this as being funny. Well, it's Will Ferrell doing like, you know exactly how that's going to play out. Hold on guys. Do we all hate Will Ferrell now? No. Oh, dang it. I don't hate Will Ferrell. Come on. I don't hate anyone. Do you dislike him now? Are you done with Will Ferrell? No. As the, as the comic guy, I still believe he can, he can pull out something funny. In what? I don't know. He was good in the Lego movie. (sighs) Yeah. I thought he did a good job there. Yeah. And I still, I, maybe it's just because Stranger Than Fiction. Yeah. I really that appreciate was like him in that. 13 years ago. No, but I just. His one serious movie. But he's saying that he can do it. I'm saying is, he can do good. But then yeah. he reverted to semi-pro and all those terrible sports movies. He's just. Blades made, of Glory. He's just getting paychecks and that's fine. That's not fine. That's, that's what lazy. this movie is. Yeah. And it's a paycheck movie. This really feels, I mean, Will Ferrell and Amy Poehler 
maybe three, four years ago, they could have really brought in an audience. <laughs> my voice cracked. Hey. But now. Rub it off. Hey. But uh, now I don't think it'll work. So my number five was the house. I'm glad you reminded me because now that's that's an honorable mention. <laughs> I just forgot about it. I saw the title. I'm like, that ah, seems familiar. I don't care. The house in the middle of the street. Oh, and I was going to mention this too. I forgot. Uh, the director, he has a, a video short called Acting with James Franco. So I thought you'd appreciate that. James Franco acts? <laughs> Apparently. Hmm. Uh, James Franco with an axe. But this is his... This <laughs> he is, he this probably is, does uh, have an axe with him at all times. I should mention his name too. But this director, Andrew J. Cohen, this is his first feature-length film. He's going to nail it. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much belief in that voice. <laughs> all right, Ken, what's your number five? My number five is one that no one in our audience will probably see. It's called Rough Night. This wow. one comes out June 16th. Yeah, I avoided talking about this one because I didn't want to talk about it. So a male... Entertainer ends up dead at a Miami beach house. You, could, you could say male paint stripper. A male paint stripper, paint stripper? <laughs> ends, up, ends up dead. My at kids a, listen to the show. <laughs> Miami beach house during a bachelorette party weekend. And then it turns into weekend at Bernie's. So this movie stars Scarlett Johansson or Scar Joe for short. Kate McKinnon. It's like Riri. Zoe Kravitz and a bunch of other people. It's directed by Lu- uh, Lucia Aniello who does Broad City and a movie called Time Traveling Bong. So that's going to be awesome. <laughs> so this is going like to be awesome. I'm going to explain that. The, the original title is called Rock That Body. So but here's the trailer. Here's the trailer. Wasn't there just another Wasn't there another movie, though, where like... Very Bad Things that's back it, that's in cool. That's what I was just thinking of. That like, sounds, this sounds like, like exactly a really things. grimly comic, and I say that with quotes, grimly comic movie about guys who also have a male or a female paint stripper who dies. <laughs> and it's just, it turns really grim. Whereas this one is showing like, hey girls, bachelor at weekend. And then this guy dies because this chick sits on him and they parade him around the city and they're involved in this huge crime festival. And it's so, it looks so stupid and dark and weird. So you can take Jacob to this one. Yeah. Jake, you want to go? Dude, Bacon I, bit? I saw very bad things as a teenager, kind of on accident. good. And it disturbed me. Like, An accident? It, Whoops. My money fell into the box office hand. Whoops. Got a ticket. <laughs> that was Whoops. like sitting we, down. We were that just like, sneaking into movies is what it was. That's when I, I was like, like, oh, there's a movie starting. Let's go into this movie. So we just start watching it. And suddenly I'm yeah, right. like, I'm broken for life. That's when I was like, <laughs> I went to the video store and I accidentally rented Species. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. He said, oh, my uncle's in the movie. It's cool. Or, or that, that time uh, when I, when I, when I, when I drink, <laughs> when I drink caffeine. <laughs> Accidentally, whoops! I love that right these are all the, <laughs> <laughs> That's Joel's rebellious story. <laughs> you know what? Uh, there'll be another time. I think I have told him this story when I snuck into a theater and, and we didn't stay very long because we felt too guilty. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make it any better than like, your story. Here. <laughs> I know you need some street well cred, crappy. Joel. No, I don't yeah. need street kid. So <laughs> avoid that or movie. Kid. But guys, that's only my number five. My yes. number four uh, is called Snatched. This is not the oh, guy Richie oh, this snatched. Is, this, is this is Goldie Hawn and Amy, Amy Schumer. Schumer. Schumer must not yeah. be named. It comes out May 12th. And Amy here's the she story. must not be named. That's pretty good. When her boyfriend dumps her before her exotic vacation, a young woman persuades her ultra-cautious mother to travel with her to paradise with unexpected results. What? They're on a collision course with wackiness. And drug cartels. <laughs> <laughs> this right. movie looks... I, I mean, I can't even think of the adjectives here. They, it, it looks... Can I just say yes. something? Stop. Stop. To quote Mean Girls, stop trying to make Amy Schumer happen. Okay, Hollywood? Right. It's not going to happen. And I'm just... This, this movie's going to bomb. Oh, it will. It's not going to be good. And Goldie Hawn, she was really, really funny back in the day. And then she disappears from the spotlight forever and then comes back to this movie? 
Yeah, like what's the last it's thing pretty, she really pretty did? Pretty random. It had to be Mid-90s? 20, 30 years ago. Know, yeah, let's see if I can find this real quick. Like Bird on a Wire? <laughs> First Wives <laughs> That's Club? That's like 89, yeah. I swear she's done something since then. I don't know. Her face hasn't. Oh, <laughs> hey Her now. face has done plenty since then, right? <laughs> uh, she did the Banger Sisters in 2002. Mm-hmm. And then Town and Country well, in 2001. 15 years ago, even right there. What was the Banger Sisters? For movies oh, that's we haven't heard of. Sarandon. That's right. I didn't remember that one. I didn't see it. But, but I, anyway. I really want this movie to fail more than Rough Night. It looks terrible. But it's only your number four. It, yeah, it's only my number four. It's weird that these two comedies, like these two female-driven comedies, actually in the trailer, they kind of show you the whole movie. They take really dark turns. Yeah. And they go somewhere really unexpected. And I guess that's the draw? Yeah. We've lost the modern comedy and instead just have the raunchy comedy. Yes. And that's... That, these that's are both very rated R. Yes. My number four is actually one really rated R2. It's The Nut Job 2, Nutty by Nature. <laughs> Worst <laughs> title of the summer. Can you, do you remember when this trailer came on? Yeah. And do you remember what I said when the title came up? No. I basically just went, you've got to be kidding me. Just like vocally in the theater. <laughs> Nutty by Nature? Seriously? Now, I didn't see the original Nut Job cartoon, or maybe I did. I, I don't think anyone it. did. And no one was asking for the sequel. And it makes me sad that people like Will Arnett and Jackie Chan and Maya Rudolph are, are slumming around in this movie. But, you know, they need a paycheck, too, and they need something their kids can see. Will That's Arnett true. just did Lego Batman. It was a huge success. But this was his his uh, other project he was working on probably at the same time yeah. that was released after Batman was a success. This comes out August 18th, and I'll just read the synopsis here. Following the events of the first film, I don't remember... Surly and his friends must stop Oakton Cities, Oakton City, see it's a pun because they're squirrels, uh, from destroying their home to make way for a dysfunctional amusement park. This hurts. So animals trying to save their home from being destroyed. Never seen that before. And I'm betting you money it's going to be full of pop culture references and nutty music. Next year, we're going to see Open Season 5. Everyone wants that movie. I like the first Open Season. Only Fashion Kutcher is back. (laughs) Yeah, I know. When they replaced him uh, with so Joe McHale. So frustrating. You know they did, they did. And it sounds kind of the same. But. Yeah, I can't believe you actually know this. Yeah, my, We liked the first open season a lot. And then my kids wanted to watch the other ones. And I was like, this is not as good. Uh, yeah, so not, not, the nut job do Nutty by Nature is my number four. My number three <laughs> comes out May 26th. And uh, it was actually one of Kent's favorite TV shows. It's Baywatch. Oh, uh, yeah. That hasn't been brought up yet. Oh, it's... Some it's, people da, 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 da. I don't know the song. But uh, no, this is on you, a lot of people's s- most anticipated. Are you of the saying summer. that like out of like sarcasm that it was one of my favorite TV shows, or do you actually know that? <laughs> He's like, how does Joel know? I can assume as much. You were right. <laughs> <laughs> my sister and I, because it was on every every night, ten o'clock at night on K Jazz, and so we would either be Star Trek: The Next Generation. Or Baywatch, and so we'd channel switch with, uh, during That's commercials. That's basically like a nerd's uh, TV fest right there. <laughs> and Baywatch. Sci-fi. <laughs> and women. Yasmin Belief. Yasmin Belief. It just feels weird. Deserves a growl. It does, but it feels weird you're giving the same reaction to Yasmin Belief that you are to Christopher Nolan. <laughs> Actually, Christopher Nolan gets a darker, uh, sorry, a deeper tone. Ugh. Yes, me believe this like because I was I was like fourteen. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> let's just keep going here. Weird. <laughs> Sorry, uh, devoted lifeguard Mitch Buchanan butts heads with the brash new recruit played by Zac Efron. Oh, the Rock plays Mitch Buchanan. Together, they uncover a local criminal plot that threatens the future of the Bay. Now, Baywatch was not known for its clever storyline. 
There was actually a really good one where Mitch um, got paralyzed um, because Stop. he was trying to protect someone. He Stop. hit the reef. He hit some rocks. He got paralyzed it was for two episodes. No. And it was a very This is very basically what he has to put up when you talk about Gilmore Girls. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yes. And then Baywatch. Hope he won the bodyboarding competition and got a year's worth of root beer. This, yeah. That's a true story. Okay. <laughs> so the thing about, I've always been bothered by the TV reboots and how they're trying to revamp all these like old Chips 90s. did well. <laughs> did that right? come out? Yeah, apparently. Uh, but then not only that, but they're making this one, they said, yeah, we're going hard R on this one. Like, yep. this is going to be raunchy as can be. And I'm like, oh, it's good because, you know, Zach Efron, he doesn't do enough raunchy comedies. <laughs> Great career there, buddy. Seriously. Well, he's making more money than me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he's made it real. And Kent, you know, you know, there's going to be a David Hasselhoff cameo in this movie and probably a Pamela Anderson cameo. You're right. And it's just going to be hokey and terrible. It's going to do terrible. You should avoid it. Avoid Baywatch. Do you know what worked for the TV show? And I'm not saying the TV slow show. Motion. Yeah, slow motion. <laughs> I'm not saying the TV show was good, but it was it took itself seriously, like actually too serious. But then it like it wanted you to believe that these lifeguards were like. The coolest people on the planet. And they then saved it, lives every day, Ken. Right. And then it did the slow motion. And it was so silly. Like, <laughs> it was like these guys are like, let's just make everyone okay with the fact that they're perverts for watching this show <laughs> and try to add a storyline. <laughs> Whereas this one is like, yeah, guys, be perverted because it's going to be crass comedy the whole time. Yeah. And I think Dwayne Johnson, I mean, doing coming off of Moana, which was such a good film. Yeah. Yeah, coming off the only reason this movie is being made. Oh, Fate of the Furious. That's right. Never mind. Yeah, he is slumming. (laughs) (laughs) I think the only reason, uh, The Rock is the only reason this movie is being made. You think so? Yeah, Yeah. because like he's going to be in a rampage. For sure. Based on the video game. The Rock can basically say, you're welcome. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Speaking of animated movies, my my number number three is... Cars 3. <laughs> <laughs> so as you said animated, I was like, oh, it's Cars. <laughs> yeah, it's Cars. <laughs> a recent trailer just came out to clarify a little bit more of the story because the early trailer showed the it's dark and gray. everything is about to change and Lightning McQueen dies on mm-hmm. the track. It's like, that's not for kids. No right. kid is sitting there going, I want to see Lightning McQueen crash and then just have the slow motion gritty teaser trailer. Yeah. With just breathing. So what do we I hurt myself today. <sighs> so Lightning McQueen sets out to prove an, to a new generation of racists that he's still the best race car in the world. So it's Lightning McQueen. But he, do they have the gas alternative now from Cars 2? Uh, they have some turbos, stupid. I don't even know. I, I didn't even see Cars NOS. Uh, NOS? <laughs> Is that a thing? From Fast and Furious. Oh, Cuban NOS? Yeah. So stupid. I can't even go there. Anyways, <laughs> Cars 2 was, I think... Uh, up until The Good Dinosaur, the low point for Pixar. Okay. And, but mm, kids love it. I put Cars 2 below Good Dinosaur. Oh, I couldn't. Good Dinosaur. Uh, good Dinosaur, good dinosaur, dinosaur was, was the worst bland. Thing. It was very bland. Cars 2 it, was bad. No, like, no. It, it was, was like It was so cut. bland. It was like hard candy at your grandma's where they're all stuck together and they're covered in dust. <laughs> that was a good dinosaur <laughs> That's a me. good analogy. <laughs> <laughs> or simile. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> simile or metaphor. I'm not really simile sure. Simile used like or as. So this one... Is if you see the new trailer, he gets in a wreck and he's like, no, no, I'm still good. And they're like, no, protect your legacy. Just quit while you're ahead. And he's like, I got to be the best. Meanwhile, this new super tr- supercharged car played by Army Hammer comes in and he's going to be the best. And it turns into Days of Thunder. If you watch the trailer, you'll see a Days of Thunder. I do like Days of Thunder. Yeah. Well, you liked that movie 30 years ago. Yeah. Cold, and now it's Cold in Cars trickle. 3. <laughs> Are you going to see Cars 3? Yeah, I think I will just so I can Because you didn't see it. Cars 2. Right. right so. Just so I can hate it. All right. Bacon <laughs> bit. No, and kids love it. Kids love cars because it's creepy and whatever, and cars have taken over the planet. Cars, I, I do like that one. A lot of people hate on it, but I like it. 
Okay. Cars 2 was bad. It's though, a really great title, too. I think Cars. That's oh, a, yeah. They're going to change it this part. At I'm this just point. saying. It's the one of the... Pixar really cars. lost the plot with the Cars franchise. They did. Hopefully, the, uh, this could bring it back. You never know. Really? Maybe. We're going to see Cars 4. Blah. Maybe. Oh, I hope not. All right. Cars 4. The four-ending. All right. Kent, go with your number, go with your number two. My number two is another animated movie. I bet it's the same as mine. And it's the, the Emoji, Emoji Movie. movie. <laughs> <laughs> I like that we're matching. July 28th. The story is Gene, a multi-expressional emoji, sets out on a journey to become a normal emoji. You say multi-emotional. Can we just call him a divergent emoji? <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's the one that does parkour all the time. Oh, my gosh. This movie looks so bad. And it just, oh, why? Why make the emoji movie? Why put, uh, I, I do like Anna Ferris. Sure. I don't like to see her in this thing. And then why well, this make, is an Angry Birds thing, Why right? make it's Sir funny. Patrick Stewart the poop emoji? Really? Yes. Yes, he's the poop emoji. Sofia Vergara plays the flamenco dancer. Jennifer Coolidge is Mary Meh. James Corden is High Five. And Maya Rudolph, who's also in another great uh, oh anime movie, this one too? is Smiler. Oh, it looks so bad. And I think I'll avoid this one, to be honest with you. Hmm. Completely. I, I know my kids are probably going to end up watching it, and I'll probably have to watch it. It really just seems like they ran out of ideas, and this was the very last one. Like, they went to the future, and they tried <laughs> to find all the ideas, and they're like, well, there's emojis on your phone that are kind of colorful. No, no, no. It was, it was the bunch of old men sitting in the boardroom and being like, what are kids like these days? Oh, they like those emojis. Ah, let's make a movie about that. What's it going to be about? How about one that doesn't fit in? Great. Here's <laughs> what's going to happen. It's going to be this whole story about how he wants to be a normal emoji. And then we're going to real, realize it's going to be this utopia thing where it's going to have this big message. And it's going to be everyone is born unique. Mm-hmm. Just revel in your uniqueness. Everything is awesome. And I hate this movie already (laughs) it's called the emoji movie (laughs) like have some creativity you know that was the working title and they got lazy and couldn't change it probably (laughs) i think we just peaked on the audio kent just went super saiyan over there (laughs) all right do you want to do the cool uh Combo team up? Yeah. Yeah. We did the cool combo team up, everyone. People Uh, are freaking out right now. Yeah, my number two is the Emoji movie as well. Uh, Honorable mentions. Honorable mentions. Let's hear them. An inconvenient sequel, Truth to Power. Comes out July 28th. July 28th. What's it about? It's about an inconvenient sequel where we're still dooming the planet because of our icebergs and the penguins. (laughs) Is this real? We're dooming the planet because of our icebergs and penguins? Don't question science, Kent. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> wait, wait, Mr. Gore, you're not making much sense. What is it this movie actually about? It's about me getting a paycheck, Kent. <laughs> is it about the history of the internet? Yes, which I invented. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, I also put in uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men, Tales, No Tales. That feels unfair. Can I just call that out? What Why? feels unfair? It feels to give Pirates five... <laughs> And like, say it's gonna be one <laughs> of the worst movies of the year. I can't even finish that. No, I, I just it, it's a it's an avoid because they should have stopped this franchise. The first one, Golden, one of my favorite movies. After that, no good. Right? Are no. you hoping? Are you hoping that this could be good though? A part of me is, and I probably will see it because it just doesn't have a good. This track movie record. feels like there's a legacy to it. We have the son of Will Turner in this movie. You see Kieran Knightley again, and it's kind of passing the torch and J- Johnny Depp They is, should have passed the torch in the second movie or the third movie yeah, but, or the fourth but movie. Maybe the, here, I'm going to be in defense of Pirates here, and I do not like Johnny Depp, but I think maybe if this movie allows... The Why don't you world, not marry him then? <laughs> Johnny Depp. If, if they allow the regular... Salad. Like Will Turner's son and the girl in this movie, played by Kay Scolidario, 
if they allowed them to be the focus, much like they were in the first movie, mm-hmm. the two regular people, and for Jack Sparrow to be this side scene stealing character instead of Superman, that, which he is work. in the sequels, but they then tried it could work. that. It they work. tried to put the new leads in and have Jack Sparrow just be quirky on the side, and it didn't work. No, no, they tried no, that. because Jack that. Sparrow in all the sequels, especially Stranger Tides, he was jumping on top of yeah. palm trees, and he was the lead character. We don't need him as the lead. He needs to steal the scene. But here's the, here's why I don't think that'll happen, though, is because even in the poster, it's Jack right up front and big. Yeah. And then like way, way, way in the uh, back, you see these other people. And well, I'm like, guys, you got to you got to flip that in right. order for this to work. But you bring up a good point, because if you recall in the first movie, it really is Will Turner and Elizabeth Swann's yep. story. Yep. And They're Jack Sparrow is the comedic relief, the fool who comes in and kind of messes things up. That was great. It's a great formula. That's, and, that's and, why there was a formula, right? Exactly. And then they abandoned that formula. And they're, they're like, let's take the side character, make him a main character, which always works in movies. <laughs> Minions. <laughs> made her. <laughs> Minions made a billion dollars. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently it does work. Of course, the other pirates have made yes. money too. Yeah. And which then is I why they're doing uh, it. And then I also put, these are, these are all the honorable mentions. <laughs> uh, and then I put Cars 3 as well. And then I put Transformers The Last Night. Because I still haven't seen anything but the first Transformers. And the fact that they got Anthony Hopkins involved with this movie just makes me sad. This is the first of the revitalized Transformers universe. There there are 14 movies planned. (laughs) (laughs) I think Jake just broke some synapses in his brain. That can't be true what you just said. It is exactly true. 14? Yes. From here, not including the ones... From now. That is disgusting. It's disturbing. I don't think there were that many episodes of the original series of Transformers. (laughs) We're going to see Rodimus Prime. Summer arise, Rodham's yeah, Prime. most likely. Yeah, it's coming out uh, June twenty third. I, you know, what I'm excited to see about oh. that movie is because every Transformers movie since the first, because the first one is a huge success, they've all kind of made a billion. But in <laughs> kind of d- made a billion <laughs> domestically, each movie has made less and less. So here in America, they make less money, right. which is still two hundred, three hundred million. But we're getting it. Meanwhile, the global office box office is just. Right. Forking out the dollars. They just love the big explosion. But I'd like to see that we're getting a little bit smarter in terms of our, our movie watching, just slightly. You say smarter. Everyone else here is snobbier. Yeah, I'll take snobby. Yeah. Is, that, is that one of the Smurfs? <laughs> yeah. That movie's also coming All right, out. your honorable mentions. So Baywatch, like you said, it's going to ruin the legacy of the TV show. <laughs> uh, Despicable Me 3. We've mentioned uh, the Minions a few times. I did like the 80s twist. For some reason, that made me laugh. I'm sorry. I think it's going to be too gimmicky. It could be. And it's less about that guy and more about Gru's tr- twin brother, Drew. No. It's a, it's a twin movie. Uh, no. Inconvenient sequel, Truth the Power, and also The Nut Job 2, Nutty by Nature. So, okay, there's some overlap there. Yeah. So what is your least anticipated, the one you want to bomb badly, Joel? Let's hear it. Oh, actually, Jake, do you have what, any ones that you, you really want to hate? Not really, actually. You just want to love. No, no, I just, there's so much indifference here. And even about like a lot of your top ones, like, eh. And a lot of these I did, I did not put on, I, I didn't put on my list because I wasn't different to them. Like Despicable yeah. Me 3 where I was kind of like, eh, it could, I, I could care less about that mm-hmm. one. This is where I'm really fortunate that I don't have I to come up less. with a list because I feel so indifferently about so many that, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't. You know, I'll right. be taking, taking you to a few of these, right? Oh yeah. Okay. Like, I'm still happy to watch After Kent and I go to Dunkirk. Yeah, that's nice. Um, <laughs> but I, my number Kent one. Dunkirk. I'll call you Kent one. Dunkirk from now on. Will you? Yeah. You're coming. <laughs> All right, I'm back in. Plus one. <laughs> my number one you've already talked about because it was in your list. Uh, it's Snatched. Okay. Yep. I, I really, really dislike Amy Schumer. And I feel like they keep trying to shove her in the spotlight. It's like, no, no, she's a star, guys. She's a star. She's funny. Look how funny she is. And then she comes on stage and is like, hey, vulgar, vulgar, vulgar. And it's just like. <laughs> 
All right. I love your impression of Amy Schumer. Because <laughs> that is all you can say. Yeah, basically I was going to quote something, but I'm like, I can't Please do don't. That. Well, no. she has a brand of humor. It's just this self-depreciating one-note thing that she does over and it's over and tiresome. over. Again. And they keep trying to make her a star. And I feel bad Goldie Hawn's in it. And I feel bad Joan Cusack is in this movie, too, because I like Joan Cusack. But this looks really bad, and I want it to bomb, and I want no one to see it so that just we can finally realize that, no, Amy Schumer, not going to happen. Okay, I totally agree. I, I'm going to hate that movie. Well, if number? this movie dies, then that's what will happen. Be right. your, your number one. My number one movie that I want to fail is Spider-Man Homecoming. <laughs> you <laughs> jerk! Why? He no, had that look, no. and I was like, oh, something good's coming. I'm not trying right to antagonize you here, Joel. Just because you have a crush on Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone. I do. Absolutely. As you should. Here, here's, here's why. This is, this, is, this is ahead of the Emoji movie. You realize that. <laughs> I feel bad. You put this ahead of Snatched and the Emoji movie. Can I tell you why I want this to fail? It's mostly for comedic reasons. Because it won't fail because we have Kevin Feige from Marvel saying, do this, do this, do this. And Sony's like, yep, yes, sir. Yes, sir. We will do whatever because we want money. Because they're going to make this movie and it's going to be solid. Right? You put Baywatch above this one. Yeah, I did. But think about it, Joel. Spider-Man in the past... No, no, no. I'm not saying this to get you mad. I want you to join in on the fun. In the past 15 years, we've now seen three Spider-Mans. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Spider-Man I. Sp- Spider-Menage. <laughs> That's going to happen. Different. That's going to happen. What if this movie bombs so badly... That two years from now, we see another actor as Spider-Man. That they have to keep rebooting and rebooting. It'll be Miles Teller next. Wouldn't it Miles be? Teller. Miles Morales. Miles Morales, <laughs> which would be kind of cool. Miles Teller playing Miles Morales. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. That's that's another thing. Yeah. But wouldn't it be great to see them like reboot the series again? No. I would love it. <laughs> no. But here's the thing. They are going to anyways because... Marvel is only helping with this one and the uh, Spider-Man Homecoming sequel. And then Marvel says, we're done with Spider-Man. And then Sony's going to keep making their Spider-Man universe, and they're going to drop the ball again like they did mm-hmm. with Amazing Spider-Man 2. You put Cars 3 above this, Kent. Well, I know. They'll probably reboot with somebody new after No, and two. so they're going to reboot again. It mm-hmm. is destiny for this series just to keep going and going. And granted, Spider-Man makes money. Amazing Spider-Man movies killed at the box office. Killed this Gwen Stacy. <laughs> oh, that is brutal. But can I tell Not you, as brutal as her death? Oh. <laughs> this, uh, oh. What is? I have so many puns, but I, like, they're alert. not appropriate because I respect her <laughs> as a character. So the writers of this movie, can I just tell you what they wrote before this one? Mm-hmm. Vacation reboot, horrible bosses two, cloudy with a chance of meatballs uh, two. Dang it! Incredible Burt Wonderstone mm. and clown. Wait, wait, these are the writers? The writers for Spider-Man Homecoming wrote those movies. Wait, wait, did you pick the worst of their movies, or did you just pick their their lineup? There are six writers, six, which is a bad, bad bad thing. And four of them each worked, and the director worked on these movies. There was two good movies that I left out because I wanted to prove a point. But those movies (laughs) right there? What are the two good ones? I don't even know. Ah. Casablanca or something like that. (laughs) But... I want this movie to bomb. You jerk. And it won't. I'm being crazy, I know. No, it won't. But It'll be one of the biggest of the summer is what it'll be. It it will be, absolutely. But what if it does? I'm I'm actually kind of with you. Like, it would be great if it just kind of did this, like, mediocre, you know, Best case scenario for me is that, say they continue this Marvel Universe and Spider-Man becomes a part of it, Tobey Maguire comes back when he's, like, 50 
as married Spider-Man. <laughs> Wouldn't that be kind of cool to see Tobey Maguire as Spider-Man again? I'm Am still, I the only one out there that thinks so? How does that tie into what you're saying? I'm, I'm just, just saying I want I want this kid gone, and I want to see Tobey Toby Maguire, Maguire again. You want to see old Tobey Maguire? I do, <laughs> because Spider-Man, for the most part, is not a high school kid. Spider-Man, throughout his, what, 60-year history, has been married for, like, 45 years of that. Hmm. And they just, like, let's put him back in high school. Let's put him back in high school. I've got an idea. Back in high school. Yeah. There's Boring. No other, no other thing they do. Yeah. Let's see that origin again. No thanks. So you want him to go Batman on it and do like eight years later. Yeah, but I'm an old. In the right way. Anyways, are you, are you okay? Do you see my point, Joel? I'm bugged. Is that, no, no, no. Nope. Don't, be, don't be bugged. I'm bugged. Why? Honestly, Kent, this may cause a permanent rift in our relationship. <laughs> this? The, this may Spider-Man or Spider-Man <laughs> I Homecoming? I think the only way you can make it up to me is if you take me to Dunkirk. <laughs> <laughs> what do you call me? <laughs> Ghostbusters? No. <laughs> you call him Kent Caesar Salad. Caesar Salad. That's it. All right. So that's it. That Those are it. the movies I want to succeed. So Joel, your number one movie you want to succeed is Spider-Man: Homecoming. <laughs> Remember, when <laughs> trashed on for the last half Jake, hour. Jake, your number one movie you want to succeed is Dunkirk. Minus Dunkirk as well. The one you want to fail, Joel, is my number one was Snatched. Mine is Spider-Man: Homecoming. Mm-hmm. And there's none you really care to hate right now, Jake. No, I really do want to see, I was going to just call the Idris Elba movie, but you know, the Dark Tower succeed, and I'd like to see the mummy succeed as well. Okay. Because that universe would be cool. It would be cool. I'd like to see it come back to life. All right, so share with us on Facebook. We'll be asking, of course, but which movies do you want to see succeed? Which ones do you want to see fail? Which ones are you most excited about? And let us know when you actually see these movies that we talked about, what you thought about them. Even if it's you know, down the road a couple months, yeah. we'll still remember what we said. Because the funny thing notes. is, we're always wrong. <laughs> I mean, that's the bacon sale. We're always wrong. <laughs> Keep listening. Yeah. But if you want to find me, you can find me at 76 Joel on Twitter. Otherwise, you can find me at QuickWits. They perform every Saturday night at the Midville Performing Arts Center. For more details, go to qwcomedy.com or go to the QuickWits Facebook page. If you want to find me on Twitter and Instagram, it's at Kenny3DD. If you want to read my reviews, especially next week for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, it's ShowtimeShowdown.com. You can find me on Twitter at Jacob A. Rogers. Also, you can find Bacon Sale on Twitter at Bacon Sale or go to BaconSale.com and uh, follow the the blog there. It's basically a blog setup so you can follow and get notifications. And you can also go to GumRoad.com slash Bacon Sale and look at our merchandise. We've actually been updating a little bit and there's more to come. So, so thank you for listening to Bacon Sale preview of summer, 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 2017. Summer, 2017, summer, summer. Hi, this is Dr. Shran. I'm returning one of 11 calls. From someone named Alex Regan? The thing about it is, you don't understand, is that I'm a doctor, and this is my doctor voice. What is wrong with you? So you were gone for five days? Yeah, it's like layers upon layers of crazy. It's haunted now because we're making fun of the black tapes. Man, we haven't even hugged yet. Let's hug. Should we pause this and hug? No. We're here for you. Grin with glee. It's getting a little growly. (laughs) Growly pants. I smirked like crazy and I was entertained. Wait, the movie of your dreams is actually a nightmare. I want to hear love. Well, most of the sense you're just like, Marvel. Take that, hater. I'm hilarious. That's basically what I figured out.
So before she was Wonder Woman, she was Diana, Princess of the Amazons, trained warrior. When a planet crashes and tells of conflict in the outside world, she leaves home to fight a war to end all wars, discovering her full powers and true destiny. Honey, you got real ugly. Real ugly real fast. Yeah, there's no invisible jet. It's actually kind of weird, though, because... I'm out. <laughs> Joel loves the invisible jet. I do. Don't question science, Kent. It's about an inconvenient sequel where we're still dooming the planet because of our icebergs and the penguins. Make good choices, Tom Cruise. And even joking about that hurts my feeling. <laughs> you said butt, butt like 12 times. <laughs> Growly pants. All right, guys, you ready for the fun stuff? Yes. Bring it on, Sam. My number five is actually the butt talk. He's going to nail it. And suddenly I'm yeah, right. like I'm broken for life With unexpected results What? They're on a collision course with wackiness And drug cartels <laughs> <laughs> Yasmin Bleak It just feels weird Deserves a growl It does, but it feels weird you're giving the same reaction to Yasmin Bleak That you are to Christopher Nolan <laughs> uh, <laughs> Kent just went Super Saiyan over there <laughs> Spider-Man, 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 Spider-Man I, Sp- <laughs> Spider-Menage. Kendall. Family friendly. <laughs> After being coerced into working for a crime boss, a young getaway driver finds himself taking part in a heist doomed to fail. I believe in Christopher Nolan.